The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 21, Leading with Levity, with Dr. Heather Walker. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello everyone, Michael Tanner, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. As always, I am thrilled to have you listening in to the podcast. I know there are so many other podcasts you could be listening to, and I know how valuable your time is as well, so I am grateful. I consider it an honor that you have chosen me and this podcast to listen to. So thank you so much for doing that. I certainly hope that the content that I'm going to bring you today is going to bring value to you and your leadership development and to your team. have a very special episode for you today where I'm going to share with you uh, my good friend, Dr. Heather Walker, and her message around levity. She's going to explain for us in this interview uh, what levity means, what she means by levity, but also the value, the benefit uh, of bringing levity to your workplace, to your team, to your business as a leader. So we'll get into that in just a moment. But before I talk about Dr. Heather Walker, let me give you a few uh, quick housekeeping items. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, I greatly appreciate you doing so, so that you ensure that you don't miss a single episode. Any of the podcast directories, you can find the podcast. So I would ask you to subscribe to the podcast there. And then while you're there, I would greatly appreciate a rating and review as well. That helps us with the algorithms, the search algorithms, and all those podcast directories to ensure that this content gets to those that is, are searching for it. And then also, I want to make mention of, again, today's sponsor for this uh, podcast episode is the Open House event that's being hosted on April the 6th at 7 p.m. in our Credible Leadership Community. You can find details by heading over to CredibleLeaders.com forward slash Open House. CredibleLeaders.com forward slash Open House. This is a free event. It's a live online event it'll be hosted in a in a zoom call with uh, hopefully dozens of our community members where uh, we'll gather together on april the 6th and it's for the purpose of really really uh honing in on the the purpose of our community the support that's that's found in our community and just the leadership skills that differentiate us in growing our careers and advancing our careers uh the the feeling of success at work, winning at work, as well as winning at home. So I hope you'll join us in that open house event. Again, it's April the 6th 
at 7 p.m. Eastern. It'll be a live event, and you are invited. Again, head over to CredibleLeaders.com forward slash open house for more information about this event. It's a free event. You don't want to miss it. There's going to be lots of fun, door prizes, all sorts of uh, networking opportunities and things like that. So don't miss this event. Again, head over to CredibleLeaders.com forward slash open house. Now, before I jump in and, and dive into my interview with Dr. Heather Walker, let me tell you just a little bit about her. I, I am, uh, I consider her to be a, a good friend. She and I are in a mastermind group together, and I consider her to be a, a very dear friend. And that's why I'm so excited, so uh, eager to share her and her message of levity with you all in my audience. But let me tell you a little bit about her. Uh, so Dr. Heather Walker is an organizational psychologist, and she's on a mission to help leaders find new and interesting ways to create a solid team culture in order to retain their best performers. Dr. Walker uses surveys, workshops, and consultation to help teams connect in meaningful ways. But she's not just a sage on the stage. She also has management experience and understands how devastating a poor work environment can be to team morale, well-being, and even performance. Leaders often reach out to her because they want to keep their sanity and their people. So without further ado, let me jump into my interview with Dr. Heather Walker. Hey, Heather, uh, welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast. I have wanted to get you on this podcast for so long because I know you so well. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and my audience today. Thank you, Michael, for the invitation. I'm so excited. You have no idea how excited <laughs> I am to be here today. So thank you so much for inviting me. Well, you know, as I said, I, I've wanted to get you on the podcast for a long time, and, and that's because I, I know you fairly well. Uh, for my podcast audience and the listeners here, they should know you as Dr. Heather Walker. I know you as just Heather because you and I have been, and you may have to help me here with the timeline. You and I have been a part of a mastermind group now for what three, four months, maybe something like that. Okay, all right. So we've been it a part feels of a mastermind like several years. It does. I agree. It's, it's good. It's good. I love it. It's I, like it's like family at this point. <laughs> I totally agree. We get together once a week, and and uh, man, we we cover almost anything in those mastermind meetings, but. Uh, we just kind of show up for one another. Somebody jumps in the hot seat and shares whatever's on their mind or on their heart or or whatever's struggle or troubling them at the moment, and then the rest of us just kind of pour into that and, and help. Um, and so you and I know each other very, very well, and that's mm -hmm. the reason I wanted to get you onto the podcast, and I wanted you to share with my audience your message around levity and leading with levity and levity in the workplace and, and, and that type of thing. But before we dive into levity, if you would, just for the audience, I know you very well, but they don't necessarily know you all that well. So if you would, just tell us a little bit about you and how you got to where you are and what you're doing and, and that type of thing. Well, thank you. Um, so I'm Dr. Heather Walker, uh, and you're right. As people get to know me, it's, it's just Heather, um, but I'm an organizational psychologist. I'm a mother, a leader, a consultant. And I've been in and out of uh, formal and informal leadership roles for over 10 years now, I would say. 
I love to create programs and processes that support different stages of the talent management cycle. So that could be how we bring new employees on board. That can be how we develop and train people, how we manage teams, all the way to offboarding. So um, I, I'm a professional who enjoys helping organizations grow, develop, flourish, get the most out of their teams and their people and do it in a way that's really ethical, um, in a way that everyone at the end of the day comes away feeling like they've contributed and, and they've been supported in that process. Excellent. So, um, and you are, you're psychologist, but you, you are also, you're building an, I don't know if you still call it a side gig, like I call it a side gig and, and, and so forth, but you're, you're building this, um, this platform at leadwithlevity.com. And I, and I know levity is, that's kind of the, the centerpiece of your message and your teaching. So for the audience, would you kind of just describe, define uh, what you mean when you, when you say lead with levity or levity in the workplace, what, what does that mean to you? Right. So levity is something um, that's, that's really near and dear to my heart. Uh, this, let me, let me take it a step back and, and maybe give some historical context here. Sure, sure. Um, so back in 2000, I, I don't know if your, your listeners remember this, but 2008, the recession, uh, I was in grad school at the time I was in school. I was in this protected bubble, but but I was working, I was working full-time and I worked full-time all the way through school. So I was not as protected as some students. I was able to feel the effects of the recession. And I was at the time working in human resources. I was able to uh, bear witness to layoffs. I was able to bear witness to all of the destruction, um, the low morale, that, that those things can, can create on teams and, and within organizations. And I graduated, uh, I believe, you know, I, I started working full-time at St. Louis University at the time, and I, I was an organizational effectiveness consultant there. And this was, this was around the same time. Like I said, I worked full-time through grad school. Um, so I, I was able to work with organizations through that, work with my organization through that. Um, but something very interesting happened. Uh, an opening came available and I was able to step into a management role within HR um, at this, this time during this recession. And I had an amazing team, a team that I absolutely loved, um, wonderful professionals, wonderful learning and development professionals that I could, I could rely heavily on. And we had a really good sized HR team, maybe 30 plus people in HR um, for staff and students of, of about 10,000. So it was a good sized organization. And at the time I was studying this, this book called The Levity Effect. Um, Cause I was trying to figure out what could I do you know, I've been learning about organizational development and I've been talking about theory, but now I'm a manager and now I have a team and now I get to practice this stuff and I get to try and figure out how can I help this team? How can I provide support to them? How can I help them be as productive as they can possibly be? Mm. 
but it's a recession mm-hmm. and we're, we're feeling terrible and morale is low and people are scared. They're losing jobs. And honestly, it's not that far from where we are right now. Right. Yep. So at the time I was trying to figure out what, what, what can I give them? What can help them? And I love this book that was out. It was called The Levity Effect um, by Gostick and Christopher. And they talked about how important it is to bring in fun into the workplace and levity can make your workplace productive and you can get all this stuff done and, and it helps with stress and it helps with this and that. And I thought, really, mm-hmm. really? Okay. Let me, let me think about this. Is, is this really possible? Because I'm sitting in a, an environment right now that is very stressful, that is very weighed down and heavy and I don't know. Do I really believe this? Um, And I had to do some soul searching. And right around that time, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but, but this is right around the time too, that the secret came out. And do you remember the book, the secret? I do. Yes. Um, I never, I never read it, but I do remember seeing it everywhere. Right. All about the law of attraction and um, the thoughts that you put out there. They, they become things and the kind of energy that you put out is what you're going to get back. Right. Um, so that started to catch on with me and I started to learn a little bit more about the law of attraction and, um, the, the power of positive psychology and the power of our thoughts and how we have the ability to choose how we are going to react to what we have. Mm-hmm. how we're going to respond to what we have in front of us. So yes, I may be sitting in a situation that is not ideal, that's not fun, that's not exciting, that's scary. I can cower in the corner. I can be very upset about it. I can lash out at people or I can choose to be grateful. I can choose to appreciate what I have. I can choose to look at the lighter side of things. So I was wrestling with all of these ideas and, and thinking, you know, okay, seriously, does this really work in a real setting? And luckily I had a VP of HR at that time who was amazing. Mm -hmm. Her name was Patty, Miss Patty. So, I mean, everything about her name, that, that was her. Um, And she did so many wonderful things for us that made it feel like I was working in a family, mm-hmm. with within a family at work, um, you know, we we had all of these potlucks. Um, she would hold all hands meetings that that were really more less numbers, 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 bottom line numbers, numbers. More, hey, I know how you're feeling. Let me reassure you. This is everything is going to be okay. Or I don't know how things are going to go. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and she would also bring some fun into the workplace. So I remember there was one time she actually, um, had us, uh, do this secret event where she told us to show up at work, all 30 of you at work by 8am. Don't come in late. Cause you're going to miss it. And I'm not going to tell you what we're going to do, but it's going to be a half day, just plan to be away. And we showed up, she had rented a party van, party bus, 
And she took us to a, her family retreat. It was like a lodge kind of thing. And we, we did a campfire and we sang songs and we had an amazing time. And we came back and we just, we felt like, wow, even though we're in the midst of a recession, we feel like we can work together, not in spite of each other. We're not working around each other. We're together in this thing. And that's when I realized that it is a mindset. Mm -hmm. It is something that, that we have to choose. And that's when I said yes to levity. And I said, let me go ahead and explore this thing a little bit further. And that's when I got into it. So um, I started to observe. I, I started to look into the research on fun, on humor, all of that. Mm -hmm. But then I also started to observe teams in action. And I started asking them questions. And I was obnoxious and annoying, y'all. <laughs> At Popeye's, if I saw that they were having some fun there, I asked them questions. When people came in to move things into my office and put up the whiteboard on my wall and they were making jokes to each other and it looked like they were having a good time, I asked questions. Right. I right. surveyed everyone I could find <laughs> um, to come up with the elements that make up this thing called levity. So academically speaking, levity is an uplifting and or pleasurable dynamic interaction that lacks tension and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So when I talk about a dynamic, it's the relationship that we have between people. When I talk about an interaction, it's verbal or even nonverbal communication, behaviors, mm -hmm. affect, your, your mood um, that's exchanged between people because that can be contagious too, you know? Right. And that's academically. But I've been continuing to work on this, continuing to hone the language so that it's friendly to everyone, whether you're an academic or not. And I'm, I'm starting to come to this definition that I love even more, which is levity is a shared moment that's amusing, uplifting, and light. It's simple. It's clean. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about amusement, we talk about... Um, an environment that's pleasurable. People enjoy their time at work. People are having fun. Mm -hmm. um, it can look like humor. It can look like a sense of playfulness. When we talk about buoyancy, buoyancy is is an interesting word, right? What yes. do you think about when you think about buoyancy? Um, ships, right? Uh, what is the phrase? Uh, rising tide raises Float. all ships, floats yeah, all ships floats or whatever. All yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, buoyancy, it lifts everyone. It lifts everyone. And levity is like that too. So it originates from the Latin word levitas, which right. means light. So work can be challenging because it's work, right? right? It can be stressful. It can be heavy at times. But um, the light or buoyant aspect of levity, it helps us rise above the pressures that work would otherwise kind of pull us down. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so that buoyant aspect is really important. Right. And then the last thing that's really important that separates levity from uh, things like humor where, where, you know, people are berating others, putting others down, laughing at others in, in their, at their own expense mm -hmm. um, is edification. So levity can't be light. It can't be fun without also being uplifting mm -hmm. and positive. Right. And that's right. where edification becomes so important. People feel encouraged. They feel valued. Yeah. So yeah. those are the three 
big components of levity. Wow. So, you know, one of the things you, in that story that you, that you tell there, it really resonates with me. Um, cause yes, I remember the recession and yes, I was working then and, and probably many of my audience were as well. Um, and, and I remember layoffs and, and then I've also been a part of layoffs for other reasons, non-recession reasons, just business right. performance type reasons and things like that. And, you know, we, we all always, and rightly so we consider the, the feelings and, and the impact and all to those that are going to be laid off. But oftentimes we overlook the, the impact of that to those that remain, right? So, That's right. so you've got a big team, you, you, you know, I'm making up numbers here, but you lay off 10 of them and you've got another hundred that remain. Well, there's a big, big impact to those that remain, um, that we oftentimes overlook. And, and I can certainly see how, especially if levity is in place before that layoff, you know, if everyone feels like they're in the midst of a family, Mm -hmm. then, then yeah, it's not going to take away the sting of losing some team members and recognizing that some team members have to, uh, you know, leave the team, but it certainly makes it better for those that remain. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned that it's part of your definition. It lacks tension, right? And if, if there's levity in the organization, then, then there's a, it, it's easier for people to recognize the reality. Hey, we're in the middle of a recession, right? You know, yeah, this really stinks, right? This sucks, but yeah, we had to let some team members go. Um, mm-hmm. and that levity enables people, I believe to, to think rationally through that instead of just be full of fear and emotions and, and that type of thing. Um, and I love the story of Miss Patty taking the event, uh, uh, taking you guys out on the event, even in the middle of a recession. And it sounds like she probably didn't fork out a, a ton of money as it relates to the, to the, to the business, uh, expenses, but she was able to help you all escape from this reality of a recession in the workplace for the sake of building stronger relationships in the quote family, right? Building that oh, levity yeah. inside the family. And then you were able to together go back to the office and face the realities of a recession even better with more productivity, probably, would you say? Oh yeah, for sure. And there is a lot of research out there that um, if you, the, when you feel like you are under pressure, you're stressed, your focus narrows. You're not able to see all of the opportunities and options and everything that's available to you. You're not going to be working at your best under that kind of environment. Um, psychologist Barbara Fredrickson, uh, she's a big positive affect researcher. Um, she created the broaden and build theory that basically says that when we're able to lift um, our mood and our spirits, we can then expand and broaden our perspective so that we can notice all of the possibilities that we have in our lives. And we're enabled to, to build on or take advantage of our social, psychological, and physical resources that we have. So you're right. When you're able to reduce that stress and that tension, you can then see the, you can, you can gain some perspective, right? So you're not in survival fight or flight mode anymore. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really important. Um, And then something else that, that I want to mention is yes. um, At that point in time. So we were going through a recession. We worked in HR. 
we, it, it wasn't easy. <laughs> we were going through for the first time in my life, active shooter training, because at the time right. that's when people were starting to worry about people coming back and, and taking out HR and, and we had to get tighten up our security measures and all of that. Mm -hmm. So to be able to understand that, yes, these measures are important. Yes. People are losing things right now. And, and that is a serious thing, but for the people who are still here, we care about you. Yeah. Um, we will take care of you while you're here. That is important. And you're going to get more loyal following from people when you're able to do that. Yeah, to totally agree. And some of what you, you talked about, through, so again, I mean, we're facing a recession, active shooter training and things like that. And, and those outside circumstances and that environment could easily lead one to believe that, well, yeah, this place is, it has to be a dark and depressing place. It has to be a discouraging place. But one of the things you said really early on that I believe applies to levity is that it's a choice. And this reminds me, I just recently recorded a, an interview with Dr. Pillay. I know you know Dr. Pillay as well and his profitable happiness. And he said as much, he said, happiness is a choice. You can make the decision to be happy, no matter what the circumstance. Now, he's not denying the struggle and the difficulty in certain circumstances, but he says, even in that circumstance, you have the choice. You, you can make the decision to be happy, to be grateful, and, and so forth. And I think you're saying the same thing as it relates to levity, to, to bring into the group, into the environment, into the, the culture. You can make the choice the decision, no matter what the circumstance stances to bring in that levity. Is that what, is it a choice the way you're saying there? Oh yes, gotcha. <laughs> for sure. And I would encourage employers right now to make the choice to lead with levity as opposed to just saying, Oh, well, you better be grateful that you have a job mm -hmm. uh, because people will remember that they'll remember. They might not remember exactly. I know there's this old adage, People don't remember what you say. They remember how you made them feel. Right. They, they will remember how you made them feel at this point. They will remember if you just said, hunker down, you better be lucky you even have a job. I don't need to give you anything special. Um, right. I don't need to treat you nicely right now. Um, they'll remember that. And yeah. when they have an opportunity to look for a company uh, that, that will give them more, they will go for that. Yeah. So, so keep that in mind. Yeah. Um, so I was able to take that, that research. Once I came up with that definition, I, I took that research and created the levity at work scale and, uh, sent that out to over 800 professionals across the globe. So it was an international study and I found some really good positive correlations um, between levity and things like job satisfaction, affective commitment, willingness to recommend the organization to others, mm -hmm. team cohesion, team identity, and discretionary effort. So what does that mean? That means that when levity is high, when people are saying, yes, my organization has this, it, 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 it's here. Mm -hmm. They're also saying, I love my job. Mm -hmm. I want to see things through here. I want to tell other people how amazing this place is. I want to recommend this place. If someone's looking for a job, we're in this together. My team, we're in this together. I identify with them. These are my people. Right. And I want to do everything that I can do to help out. So I'm going to give a little bit more effort 
than I would have otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, and I also found some significant negative correlations. What does that mean? That means that when levity is high, we see less emotional isolation. Mm. So people are, are um, you know, feeling left out. So they're not feeling left out. They feel like they're in, they're in that group. So we're, we're catching that need to belong. Um, there's less perceived constraints. So people feel less weighed down, less held back at work. They feel like they can actually get some work done here. And then there's a lower intent to leave. So people actually want to stay at right. your organization. So right. hopefully these are not um, any big surprises, but I was able to find these correlations, which is really wonderful um, because I, I think that that really speaks to the power of levity. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right. And, and from a leadership standpoint, you know, I think sometimes as leaders, we just get hung up on, I want the, the most performance I can get out of my team or out of those individuals. And, and too many times I think we, we feel like, well, if, you know, if I just kind of stay on them, like, like, well, you better be lucky you got a job and just, just kind of stay on them and, and drive more, drive more, drive more, which, which I'm all about challenging people and expecting more from them and holding high standards. I'm all about that. But I think too many leaders, they fail to connect the dots between, uh, performance or productivity, if you want to call it that productivity right. and performance and, and levity or, or the, you know, the happiness within the, the, uh, the culture, or however you want to describe it, you know, mm -hmm. the assessment that you described where people said, yeah, I would recommend this place to my friends and, and yeah, th these are my people. I feel at home here. If they're feeling that way about their team, then they're more willing to put forth the discretionary effort that oftentimes we need from them in order right. for performance or productivity to go up. If they right. don't feel that way, work is not where they're going to spend that discretionary effort. They're going to spend right. it somewhere else. And as a leader, your performance, your productivity is going to be kind of flatlined at, at some level that you're not going to exceed because you can't just drive them harder. But build levity, build a family, build a culture like that, where they're just enthused about being there. And mm -hmm. now they'll put forth their discretionary effort to your, your needs as well. Um, exactly. So many exactly. leaders miss that. And so I appreciate you making that point uh, about levity and describing it in that way. Heather, what I want you to do is, I mean, we've talked about, you know, productivity and we've talked about performance a little bit, and we've talked about people feeling like it's a family, you know, but, are there other benefits maybe that we haven't touched on that you'd like to share with the audience related to, you know, if you increase levity in the workplace, what other types of benefits uh, might leaders especially experience? Well, you know, when we go back to my, my simplified definition of levity is a shared moment that's amusing, uplifting and light that tells me that levity moments matter. It represents an atmosphere where care for others is a value that's acted out daily. So when you think about your organization's strategy and your goals, your culture should be lining up uh, line for line with mm -hmm. your strategy. How are you actually going to get to that? How are you actually going to live out those values if those are your values? Right. Um, so I, I see this being a cultural component um, it's the glue that binds us together. So when times get tough, uh, and times are kind of tough right now, mm -hmm. it helps us be more resilient. Yeah. 
Um, and when times are good, we use levity to celebrate. So, you know, when you get back into the office, yes, you can continue your company picnics and all of that. But right now, you need levity to yeah. help your teams become more resilient so that they can get through this. Because I understand that we are social distancing, but a lot of people are going to start feeling like it's social isolation yeah. over the next week or two if they they don't have opportunities to let off steam. Um, so you want to maintain that productivity. You want to maintain your team's performance. So you're going to have to find ways to open that valve a little bit. And yeah. this is going to help with that. Yeah, such a good point. I mean, and again, I think it's an aspect of leadership that we overlook or miss sometimes, but it, it's that need to build within our team this this idea of endurance and perseverance and longevity. Um, and again, if, if you, if you don't have that atmosphere of levity within your team, uh, then difficult times can bring about real fracture in a team. If you don't have levity, if you don't, again, if they haven't, don't have that culture of, of endurance and perseverance through this, uh, you know, uplifting edification, edifying, uh, yeah. uh, you know, family atmosphere within the team. Well, right, right. if you would share with the audience then, and I'm going to kind of ask this question if I could in two parts, because you've alluded to it and, and we're recording right in the middle of this coronavirus uh, pandemic and, and people are uh, having to work from home. They're having to do all kinds of social distancing and isolation and, and all types of things. Um, so I'd like for you to kind of address maybe this in two parts, but I want to ask you, you know, what can listeners do to begin to build levity within their teams and, and how can you help them do that? But if you would kind of address that in two parts right now, where we're kind of remote teams, if you will, we're separated by this, this issue of the coronavirus, but then hopefully in days, if not weeks, we can come back together as teams face to face and how would our listeners and how would you help them build levity in their teams? Yeah, so managers have a, a big challenge right now. So not only do you have to manage yourself, which you normally have to manage yourself, <laughs> and, and it's good to serve as a solid buffer for your team, um, but you're doing that in the middle of a crisis and a global crisis. So, so yes, you have to manage yourself, but also manage the team. And if you're managing a team that's remote and you've been doing it for a while, then kudos to you. Some of these suggestions are not going to be new to you. But if you are managing a team and all of a sudden out of nowhere, it's like the, the carpet has been just pulled out from under you and you you used to look at them every single day and you knew what they were working on and now you don't know where they are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're online and you're trying to figure out how can you get a webcam so you can talk to your team? Right. Uh, if that's you, <laughs> then I think that some of these suggestions are going to help. Uh, and I'm just going to keep them very brief for because of where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, to, to think about, you know, what can work for most people um, with very low budget, <laughs> wherever you're at. Mm -hmm. um, as long as you have a computer, you can probably make this work. Right. Um, so, so there are some things that you can do to help improve the, the feeling. So, so increase the, the positive mood mm -hmm. um, among your team. First of all, I encourage you to recognize 
and acknowledge that we're in a tough time. So that's not a levity thing. That's just setting a baseline to, to recognize that. Um, But then as you're going through the day, I encourage you to just look for moments when you can infuse a little bit of humor and kickstart some levity. Mm -hmm. So those moments may be you're in the middle of a webinar or a one-on-one web meeting and you're talking to someone and a little bambino, a little baby walks by (laughs) or a doggy walks by or something like that. Instead of cringing or giving them a look like, why why didn't you go find yourself some quiet space somewhere to work? I told you, you need a quiet space. Right. Instead of doing that, because understand a lot of people are cooped up right now with their families in situations that, you know, they're trying to figure it out, but they really are. They're doing the best they can. Instead of cringing, turn it into a positive moment. Turn it into an opportunity to connect with their family. Say, hey, how are you? Hey, my name's Heather. Mm-hmm. Hey, doggy, what's your name? You know, I love your mommy. I right. love your mommy. I do, I do, I do. You know, use it as an opportunity to let yeah. the family member know, to let that dog know, to let whoever is on the other side of that camera know how much you appreciate that person that that is sitting there working with you and for you every single day. Um, so this is a great opportunity for you to to actually um, to play with that, that work life, work family interface mm-hmm. and, and bring the family and let them know that you appreciate, send them letters. You can mail them a card even. Um, so this is a great time to do that, to show your gratitude and appreciation, to use those moments that would otherwise be cringeworthy moments yeah. and, and just go with it, yeah. just go with it and allow them to be human, be funny, um, and, and appreciate that that person is doing the best that they can in that situation. And it's okay if a paw shows up in a video every once in a while. Right, right. Yeah. You, you know, Heather, as you were saying that, I, I mean, uh, one, uh, I, I appreciate you saying that because it's validated some of the things that I've been doing in this remote work world. I, I've really been trying to stay engaged with my team. We're all working from home. Uh, and I've been trying to really stay engaged and, and I was really adamant to maintain the, the one-on-one meetings that I have with all of my team members or, or direct reports. Now, obviously we're doing those differently. Now we're doing them via a video call instead of face-to-face in a conference room, but just the other day, and, and I struggled with, did I make a mistake or did I not? But just the other day I was talking to one of my, my team members and, um, he has a few children, but one of them is a, is a four-year-old. And, and I know, I know my team members well enough. I, I, I know, know these children by name. I've seen their pictures and, and, and things like that. Um, but, uh, I was in a meeting with him and, and his four-year-old came busting into the room or something like that. And he's trying it to happens. kind of shoo him away and, and all. And I told him, I said, no, 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 put him, put him on camera. Let me see him. I, you know, I've seen all I've seen is pictures and, and, and this, that, and the other. And so just kind of played around with that for just a few minutes. Um, but then, you know, then he, he put him back down and, and tried to kind of shoo him away, if you will. Uh, but the little four-year-old, he just kept coming back. He kept, he wanted to get back on the camera. And, and, and I felt like, oh, no, I've just messed this thing up. <laughs> you because, just opened Pandora's yeah, box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, all of my kids are teenagers now. I don't remember 
making those kind of mistakes. But we ended up kind of having the rest of that meeting uh, with his son sitting on his lap and, and, and that kind of thing. But yeah, I, I um, you know, to me, it just felt, it felt real. It felt um, sincere to say, no, no, bring, I, I get it. You're at home. Your kids are at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, your wife is at home. You're, you're for some of their kids are having to do homeschooling and things like that. Right. So I get it. I understand the special circumstance that he finds himself in. And I didn't want to leave him feeling like he had to shoo his child away while he, you know, did more important things like work. Um, Exactly. So being able to show your human side also helps your staff, mm. your employees do the same. And in order for, we keep talking about this, not you and I, we haven't talked about this at all on the podcast, but um, authenticity, this concept yeah. of authenticity is, is very trendy right now. Um, this is a moment when you can give enough psychological safety for your staff, your employees to be authentic, to be their authentic selves. Mm. That said, I've seen enough videos at this point. I'm serious. Enough fail videos with some random person, you know, the person stands up, they're not wearing pants or their spouse (laughs) walks by, they're not wearing pants. People put on your pants, Right, right, right. (laughs) put on your pants. Um, That said, you know, So there have to be some boundaries. And I recommend that up front, you talk to your team about that. If you haven't already, just let them know, hey, I want to level set with y'all. I know that this is a a different, an unexpected situation for all of us. Honestly, we're all being taken off guard by this. I don't care what your background looks like. I don't care if you've got people running around, everything's going on in your house, it's fine. I just want to see you. I want to make a connection with you. And I feel like even, even though it's weird sometimes to be on video and a lot of people feel really uncomfortable with that. If, if we have to do a phone call conversation for the next month or two, I'm going to miss out and you're going to miss out. And, and there's just so much that's going to be lost in translation. So please, please just, you know, let's, let's try to commit to some video calls. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would recommend that you do that. You actually have a conversation with your team and let them know that, that you get it. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable sometimes for some people, but it's so important to you that you stay connected. And that's one way to stay connected. Yeah, that that's Um, awesome. And, and you've just shared leadership gold. I'm telling you, I mean, for those that are listening and I mean, you, you mentioned, you know, show, your human side. And and that's true whether or not you're having to do it in this quarantine phase where we're doing it via video or you're doing it face to face. That is leadership gold when you can with sincerity and authenticity when you can show your human side to those you lead. That is leadership gold. Um so I really really appreciate you sharing that that aspect as well. Um, okay. Well well Heather as we kind of running out of time, yeah. As we kind of close up, what I wanted to do is is make sure that my audience knows how to get in touch with you, and and further their efforts in building levity within their their workplace, their team, whether it's in these remote environments or when they get back in the office face to face. How can they connect with you and and build levity even more in their workplace? Well, 
If this resonates with you, I encourage you to check out my website at www.leadwithlevity.com. And if you're a stranger to Levity, uh, that website has some good information on there. I also have the Lead with Levity podcast where I interview leaders, consultants, um, researchers even on what can make or break the employee experience at work. We don't always talk about levity either. A lot of it is all of that foundational stuff that you need to lay in place before you can get to that point where you're having fun and joking and you've got this wild, exciting workplace. So we're talking about things like psychological safety and authenticity and um, diversity and inclusion and, and connection with other people. So we're talking about those things. Um, and then I am launching something that I'm very excited about, which is the Levity Leadership Academy, where I'm bringing together Levity experts, because there are a few of us out there, I'm not the only one, who will share science as well as techniques on how you can bring levity to the workplace. And I'm mm -hmm. looking to offer some continuing education units for that. And you can go to my website if you're interested in it. Scroll down, click on the link for that, and you can actually vote on the topics that are of most interest to you. So right now, if you get in, you can actually help me shape the, those first few academy sessions, which is going to be awesome. And then finally, I also do consulting. So if you're interested in finding out what your team needs and what's going to work for your team, because honestly, this is team specific and every team is a little bit different. We all Right. We all are special snowflakes and every snowflake is a little bit different y'all. So yep. um, I have the, the levity workplace audit and that is my survey that includes, uh, you know, you get to find out, does your team have levity? But I also survey your team to look for nine factors that support the kind of work environment where levity can flourish. Mm -hmm. And then we also, incorporate some of those outcomes that I talked about before. So is your team satisfied? Are they ready to jump ship? And are they interested in recommending the organization to others? And then as a bonus, I throw in a team persona um, portion of the survey where you get back this really cool, uh, really cool overview of your team's personality, if you will. So if someone were to meet your team, uh, how would they describe them? What is your team persona? And how closely does your group actually identify with that persona? Uh, what are the top descriptors of your team? Right. So if any of that resonates with you, I encourage you to, to check out my website. And you can also get connected with me through LinkedIn. Um, that's a really good way to connect with me at this time. Excellent. Uh, so much there. I mean, I know, again, just because I know you and, and uh, we're friends, I, I know how much you're doing and, um, but just so much content and information there for the listeners to connect with. I, I know some of it, if not all of it resonates with a lot of my audience. Um, I've gone through your, your website. I know in our mastermind, we've talked about your website before, so uh, I can certainly recommend that very highly to the audience as well. You want to check out leadwithlevity.com, but also I love your podcast, your lead with levity podcast as well. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's on my subscribe list and it's, it's uh, in the top few that's a must listen 
uh, every single week. So I enjoy that podcast. And I know you're excited about launching the, it's called the Levity Leadership Academy, right? Is that that's what you, right. that's what you settled on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I know you're excited to, to kind of launch that and, and get that underway. And, and, uh, so I encourage the, the listeners as you head over to leadwithlevity.com, be sure you check that out. You're going to want to be a part of that. Now that I know I can vote on topics, uh, that I'm going to head over there and start <laughs> voting as well. Right. Uh, so, right. Well, well, Heather, thank you so much for spending some time with me and, and, and my audience, um, I know that we are better for it, having spent some time uh, with you. And and now I feel like even in these remote days, but then when we get back into our office as well, I feel like we have some really, really concrete things that we can go and lead with levity in our team. So thank you so much for spending that time with us today. Thanks for having me. Bye, y'all. Well, there you have it, my friend, my interview with Dr. Heather Walker. As I said earlier, I was very excited and eager to share her and her message with you. And I assume now you know exactly why that is. I highly encourage you to do everything that you can to bring about levity in your team, in your workplace, in your company. And you can certainly do so by connecting with Dr. Walker. You can find her content at uh, Lead with Levity. That's leadwithlevity.com. So be sure you check out Dr. Heather Walker there and how you can bring about levity into, uh, into your group. Hey, thanks again so much for tuning in. I certainly hope today's content has inspired you and encouraged you and educated you on leading your team well. Couple of quick housekeeping items before I let you go again. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. The podcast as well. Greatly appreciate that. And again, let me encourage you to join us for our live open house event in the Credible Leadership Community. You can go to credibleleaders.com forward slash open house. Credibleleaders.com forward slash open house. You'll find information on the live online event there. You can register for the event there as well. When you do so, that makes you a member of our online community as well. It's a free community. The live event is a free event. And you'll just enjoy uh, networking with lots of others that are going through this leadership journey just like you. And so I highly encourage you to be a part of that event. We're going to have door prizes. We're going to have lots of fun. We're going to have networking uh, opportunities with others in a similar place as yourself. We're going to talk about the, the the future of the community. We're going to talk about leadership development and differentiating skills that, that advance our careers and so forth. So I just encourage you to be there. CredibleLeaders.com forward slash open house is where you'll find all of that information. And again, if you want to know more about today's uh, episode, you can find that at CredibleLeaders.com forward slash 021 as in episode 21. CredibleLeaders.com forward slash zero two one you'll find the show notes for today's episode and you'll find more about heather walker at leadwithlevity.com now until we speak again be blessed and lead well this episode of the rookie leaders podcast has ended but never fear you can find other binge worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. 
we appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to CredibleLeaders.com.